Welcome to Embrace the Jiggle with Jade Coolia. This is episode five, finally love yourself as is right now. Hello, my friend. I am so glad that you are here. Let me tell you why. I really, really need you to start loving who you are, period, right now, not just liking, but loving who you are. Don't wait until you look like or feel like or act like you used to or you want to be someday. (laughs) Don't wait until you reach some goal proving to yourself your worth. I mean, I need you to really start loving yourself right now as is. Now, maybe you are somewhere on your self-love journey and you have found more self-acceptance than you used to. And that is so great. (laughs) Or maybe you are in the depth of ignoring yourself or your needs or your mental health because you can't even wrap your mind around having to do one more thing. And you know that once fill in the blank happens, your stress level will go down and you'll be fine. (laughs) Or maybe you're just somewhere in the middle and both of those feel a little extreme and you're just kind of hanging out in the middle ground. Um, And you know what? What Ever point you are at on your journey is great. And I also really want you to remember how it is time right now to get to know you and get to love you. So take just a second and think, what could I genuinely say that I love about myself? I know, weird question. Maybe not weird question. <laughs> are, are things that are coming to mind about what you really genuinely love about yourself, are they physical traits? Are they character traits? Maybe personality traits? What do you love right now about you? I sure hope that you can come up with something. In fact, I will post an Instagram post about this, and I hope you will come over there and tell me what you love right now about yourself. Now, I'll tell you what, when I first stopped to consider this a while back for myself, most of my things were character traits. I do love that I'm kind. I love that I love people. I love that I can help others things like that. Do you know what didn't pop in my mind? Nothing physical. Now, we can look at this two ways. The first way, wow, that's so humble. She doesn't even care what she looks like. (laughs) Or two, whoa, you really don't love anything about your physical appearance? You see, the truth is that there was a time when I had become so disconnected from my body after getting married and having kids that I truly didn't 
think that it was here for much good. It, being my body, it was just here. Have you ever felt like that? Too much had changed. I didn't look or feel like I used to, and I certainly felt mortified. (laughs) Maybe a little dramatic, but it's true. When anyone I knew from my skinny days saw me now and all the weight I had gained, I noticed age spots more. I critiqued myself and tugged on my clothes every time I was in front of a mirror, which I really didn't love to do anyway, and so on and so on. And it's not like I was 100% disgusted by any means. I know my body image could have been much worse, but it also it was also really, really hard to acknowledge anything physical that I really actually loved. I could kind of like, hmm, yeah, I like my hair, you know, at a few things, but meh, you know, it just, whatever. Now, please, please do not get turned off because I don't want to just talk about our bodies and the physical bit. Because if you've been following me for a while, you know how much I believe in our brains and our thoughts being way more interesting than just a body. But that being said, I know that you think about and critique your body. So we have to address it a little bit. And this is what I know can change for you. You can get to a place where you do the activity, you start the dream, you play with the kids, you go swimming, etc., whatever it is, without thinking twice about your physical body. Or maybe having that uncomfortable negative thought cross your mind for just a moment But then you realize it's just that, a moment or a thought that you acknowledge happened and you move right on by because your body really doesn't have to dictate your mood, your attitude, or your activities for the day. Did you know that? It really, really doesn't. So you see, I started this physical-based dance-centered business at my largest size. Again, I started my business centered on dancing, hula and Tahitian, physical and mental health at my largest size. There was a time that I never would have done this because I would have been mortified. You see, I've had to film myself dancing for my online hula course where I see my stomach and my arms jiggle and everyone else can too. No joke. Like, talk about scary. But I was able to do that because of the prep work that I had done to begin to accept and love myself for all the good coming from my heart and brain before my body got in the way. So I want to help you begin or continue that process as well. It doesn't mean you have to start filming yourself doing hula and Tahitian or anything like that. But I want 
the body that you see to stop blocking you from your brain and all the good that you have to offer. I have pinpointed the three things that really helped me look past the physical wall that my body created that was truly blocking me from moving forward. And I know that if you can implement some of these things, and when I say some, I mean literally start with one, then you will keep your mind in a positive place to let go of whatever it is that is blocking you from feeling free and happy. So first, the three things. The first thing was that I allowed an expressive side of my mind to lead me rather than my judgmental mind. Again, I allowed the expressive side of my mind to lead me rather than my judgmental mind. You see, it felt good to me to create something. It felt it felt good to dance, to let go, to not care about things and just have fun and see the good that my body could do. And I enjoy doing that by tapping in to a creative dancing space. I am not some beautiful like jazz ballet dancer but it feels good to just let go and let your body move. And of course, my body, my mind goes immediately to Hula and Tahitian, which is why I use that to help you learn to let go of your kind of judgmental, um, cautious mind as well. You see, the beauty that I have found is that when I dance, I don't think I just instead focus on feeling. I don't think about what's happening. I just feel what's happening inside my body and I adjust from there and it feels good. So again, first step to getting rid of the blockage um, of that physical headspace was allowing an expressive side of my mind to lead me rather than a judgmental mind, being cautious, worried, thinking about, oh, but what if, what if, what if? So there's one option for you. The second option that, well, I did this again, I want you to just pick one to focus on. Do not take all three and say, I'm going to do all three right now. It's going to be amazing. Don't do that. Just pick one. (laughs) Okay. So the second thing I did was I removed all time constraints that I always had in the back of my mind. So as I think back, and I'm sure you've experienced this too, you give yourself 21 days to get fit and feel ready and change X, Y, and Z habit, or six weeks to change, or maybe before a vacation that's coming up, or a wedding or something coming up in the future that you really want to be looking good for. We put these stupid time constraints in our brain and it just doesn't help us. I am all for goals. I, you know, goals are great. Goals have their place for sure. But if you just put a time constraint on your actions, it's going to 
make things a lot harder in my experience. The second thing that I kind of did in this aspect of time constraints is I accepted that I could have an attitude of gratitude for my body as is right now. So rather than thinking of the vacation coming up in a few months and hoping that I look and feel the way that I think I should or want to, I settled into gratitude for what was right then in that moment. And if nothing changed, I was going to be okay with that. And it really made a big, big difference for me. So that would be a second suggestion. Consider removing some time constraints that you have in your mind that you know you want to change, you know, about your body or about anything else in this set amount of time. Let it go. Just literally do one choice at a time, one moment at a time. Okay, the third thing that I focused and changed on, uh, changed, changed on, (laughs) you're welcome. I told you, you wouldn't get a lot of edits and stuff. You're just getting real life Jade here. (laughs) Um, The third thing was I focused consistently on the good that my body does. So again, this is why I love to teach women and girls um, that they have muscles. They have muscles. I don't care what size they are or if they feel hidden or not. We have strong muscles and we can find them. We do it, for me, we do that through hula and Tahitian. We learn about the different muscles and we use them and we feel them burning and it feels good, like a good burn. So I focused on the good, finding those strong muscles. I thought about the memories, the adventures the babies that I've had, the hugs that I've been able to give and receive, all of the good things that my body does and has experienced. And then another big core piece of this, especially for women um, that kind of grow up in a little bit of like a purity culture kind of space, um, is that sexuality is a good God-given thing. And you don't need to fight against your own body. You can tap into the innate sexuality that is good. And you can move your body and you can enjoy it and not be weird about it. (laughs) I, I always just giggle sometimes when someone feels so uncomfortable moving their hips. And I understand it. I really do understand it. And I want you to just peel back that layer of, I can't move my hips. Peel it back and realize that your hips are there for good. They're good. They're good. They're good. They're good. They're good. I'm going to say it forever. They are good. They can move. They are beautiful. I don't care the size or anything. Move them. Use them. It's a good thing. So, okay. Take a breath. One thing that I need you to lock in your brain right now is that this all took time. It is not a quick fix. Again, remember, remove time constraints. This is not something that's going to change magically in a month. And if you focus really, really good on it in a month, you're going to be so much better. 
yes, you will be better, but I promise you got to look at the long game here. You've got to start shifting the mind away from your body and to your brain, to your thoughts, and use your body for good stuff and embrace whatever it is. So if one of these things resonates with you, remember to focus on just that one thing, okay? You've heard the phrase, go deep, not wide. Don't take on all the things at once. Just really super, super focus on one thing. Go deep on one aspect. And as you get that, then you add in more. Um, So again, a little recap. Allow the expressive side of your mind to lead you. Remove time constraints and focus on the good that your body is doing. Now, a lot of my meditations that I use at the end of each class or event include aspects of each of these three things to help your mindset move forward. Of course, you can slowly incorporate it all, but just remember to make one your focus. It can be for that month. It can be for three months. It can be indefinitely until you just see when you get a hang of it. Remember to remove all the time constraints and just begin to focus your attention on one thing until you really, really get it down. So let's go through some examples. Maybe it's adding in a physical habit. Adding in, I say, not removing, okay? Adding in water, walking, maybe a gratitude journal or something that you focus your mind on consistently. Maybe that is simply gratitude. Setting an alarm every hour to stop and think about something you are thankful for in that moment. You're focusing on finding the positive. Maybe it's stopping to just notice what is happening right now and how you're feeling about it. I know it's weird, but tap into your feelings sometimes. And I promise it's not as scary as you think. (laughs) You have to be the one to decide what your heart needs the most right now. Put it on the top of your priority list and work on it a little bit each day. I started with just getting a really cheap gratitude journal that I filled out each morning when I woke up. 30 seconds. I still use it, and it's so helpful to implement a tiny, tiny change that is very intentional and adds up to big mental changes over time. And I'd encourage you that if writing isn't automatically your thing, that's okay. I do think you should give it a try because it's like magic. (laughs) But find something that you know speaks to your soul and that you could realistically do. A tiny, tiny thing to start with that will help yourself find a little love inside for yourself as is right now. I promise that in time, you will notice the little changes begin to snowball and all of a sudden you will feel less stressed, more happy And will find yourself not only feeling like the best version of you, 
but also find a new, beautiful, humble love for yourself that you may never have experienced before. I know that there are so many people in your circle that love you. I am one of those people. I am so thankful that you are here. And I hope that you can see an internal self-love and look at yourself through the lenses that we see you through and really begin to understand how amazing you are, how lovable you are, and how our lives would not be the same without you in it. You are beautiful. You are worth the love. So pick one little thing that might help you start seeing and feeling that love and get to work. Okay? I know you can do this. Thank you so much for listening and letting me spend some time with you today. Remember, it is most important that you embrace your own journey of self-compassion self-reflection, and self-kindness as you learn to embrace the jiggle and become the best version of you. And if you would be so kind and willing to leave a rating and review on this podcast, it would mean the world to me. I read every single one and my heart bursts with gratitude every time. And ultimately, I know it is what helps the message of self-compassion and self-love reach more beautiful people that need to hear this. So thank you so much. I love you. I will talk to you soon.